I'm your host, Zachary Lloyd, so let's get into it today. Boom. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zachary Lloyd Podcast. Like I said, I'm your host, Zachary Lloyd, and today um, we are going to get into a topic that I was studying the other day, and this is just kind of what I felt the Holy Spirit um, pull and lead on uh, for me uh, to teach on for a little bit and preach on. Uh, I started doing a recording of an episode for this, got 20 minutes into it, and then it uh, froze up on me. So... We're going to start all over again. Anyway, don't you love when that happens? Not really. Because you're like, oh, that was so good. And then it just constantly messed up and stuff. So we're going to do this again for round two. But it's going to even be better than round one. So uh, do me a favor before we get into this. If you're listening by podcast, watch it by YouTube, do me a favor. Go look into all the descriptions. Check out all the cool companies that have partnered with us like Jesus Loves You. They're having a huge sale right now on t-shirts, really nice Christian t-shirts that say Jesus Loves You. And then also the hat company called Dad Gang for all you dads out there. Uh, go check them out. Go be in support of them. All the codes are on there and stuff. Make sure you use my discount codes uh, so that you get a discount. So we're going to pray and then we're going to get into this. And then uh, I'm going to go about telling you how I came across all this. And uh, we're going to have some fun today. So, Heavenly Father, I come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for all my viewers, all my listeners, all the ones that are watching. Father, I speak a blessing over them. Father, I thank you that the Holy Spirit will open their eyes, open their ears, and open their hearts to be receptive and to see what your word's saying and to hear what your word's saying. Father, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise for this. Father, we thank you that as we talk about eight things that will help you in your calling, eight different things that will help you in your calling, that it gets on the inside of us and helps us. Father, this is not my podcast or YouTube, but it's yours. I'm just a willing vessel. So, Father, my ears are open to hear from you. And everything I say and do, let it not be no more or no less than what you want me to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. So I did a post just, I think it was last night. The other day I created this carousel on Instagram. If you have not yet, go check out my Instagram. It's Preacher Zach Lloyd. We're bumping and pushing out a whole lot of content on there. Um, I did three tips for spiritual development to achieve your calling by Zachary Lloyd. You know, you can go uh, look on there um, for what you want. Uh, all the, the, the three that I put on there. Anyway, so um, I put that together and stuff. And I only took took a few things out of uh, this uh, message that I put together, this teaching that I put together. Looking for a particular one. Oh, yeah, there it is. Um, this teaching that I put together and... Uh, Got a few comments on it. Some people wanted me to expound more on it. And I said that I would. And uh, so now we're putting this teaching together. So uh, I'm going to talk about eight things that will help you with your calling. Eight things that will help you with your calling. So 
The very first one is have faith in God's word and read it daily. For those of you that are able to take notes, I would write this down. Have faith in God's word and read it daily. You know, when we get in the word of God and read it, you know, the word is alive and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's living. It's 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 proof to us. It strengthens us. It's it's healing for the soul. It helps us do everyday life and encourages us to live like God and to do what God has called us to. So, when we have faith in God's word and read it aloud, what? It strengthens us. It helps us for our calling in our everyday life. Because there are not only is the word alive and sharper than any two-edged sword, but there's a lot of practical stories in God's word to help you and I complete the call. For a great example, if you look at Noah, the Lord spoke to Noah and said, Noah, he said, build a boat. Well, at that time, nobody knew what a boat was whatsoever. Nobody knew. Nobody knew what a boat was. Well, guess what? Lord told him to build a boat. He did it. Several years. I think it was like 120 years that he built the boat. And there was people for that whole time that said what? Noah, you're crazy for trying to build a boat. What are you doing? What's even a boat? Nobody knew what a boat was because there hadn't been any floods, there hadn't been any rain, none of that. What's a boat? He's building it. He's preaching to him righteousness. Well, guess what? Nobody whatsoever besides his family got on the boat with him. I mean, there was animals, you know, but they just got on, right? He got them all on the boat because the Lord told him to, right? So he gets the animals on, he gets him on, he gets his family on, and then nobody else was like, you know, we ain't getting on. Well, guess what? The boat comes, he gets off the boat. Everybody else is dead but him and his family. And he owns what? The whole world at that moment. The whole world is his. Why? Because he obeyed God. And he did the call of God. Even though it, during that, all that, that long span of years, those whole years, even though during then, guess what? It didn't mean anything to everybody else. And there was probably times where he was like, am I crazy for doing this? You know, am I doing what's right? But know what? He stuck with it. And when he stuck with it, guess what? There was a huge blessing and he ended up owning the whole world. Because there was nobody else there. So he owned everything. Everybody said Solomon was the richest man. No, Noah was the richest man. So was Adam. Adam and Noah were probably the two richest people because they owned it all. They owned it all. And guess what? It was worth it, right? Especially for Noah because he owned it all. So after that, all that had happened. Uh, there was a blessing in between all that. Well, when we get in God's word and read it and read it daily, what does it do? We read stories like that and say, okay, you know, I'm going through a time where I know I'm called by God or I'm called to do X, Y, Z. Rather, it's, you know, being a full-time minister or, or, or being a preacher or, or being an architect or being in construction or whatever it may be, buildings and, and designing or, uh, a social media person or all that, whatever it may be, 
By me getting in God's word, fellowshipping with him, and reading his word daily, what does it do? It encourages me to complete the God, the complete the call of God on my life and to do it well. To complete the call of God on my life and to do it well. Now, I put on here, read it daily, and I put daily in parentheses. Daily, I've noticed for a lot of believers, including myself at times, has been a very, very difficult thing to get in God's word daily and to acknowledge him. You know, we get used to life and try to get so caught up in life to where, guess what, Saturdays and Sundays and, and all that is just, you know, a lot easier just to do a little bit of God time and that's it. Well, guess what? Saturdays and Sundays are not enough for you to have a successful life and a successful call with God by just getting into his word every now and then. You need to do it daily. Start disciplining yourself and forcing yourself to read God's word daily. I remember growing up, my parents uh, did a thing because I got to be homeschooled for the last few years of high school. And part of our school assignment was to read the word of God uh, 30 minutes to an hour daily. And what did that do? That caused discipline in us. And that caused the word to become alive and, and in us and just grow and strengthen it and cause us to know God more and a foundation of these things. So it is very important. That's why it's the first point is have faith in God's word and read it daily. So also comes to mind is Romans chapter 2 where it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. As you're reading it, and reading it not only to yourself, but maybe even out loud, guess what? You're hearing God's word. So what is that doing? Faith's growing. Faith's arising. Faith's calling you to things. Faith's showing you things to come. Right? So, have faith in God's word and read it daily. Very important. Point number two, get around people that'll help you succeed. Get around people that will help you succeed. That is very, very, very important. We're getting around people that will help us succeed, right? And when you get around people that will help you succeed, uh, there's three things. And I'm even going to write these down as they come to mind. thought I had a pen right here. Oh, I do. Sweet. Okay, so three things that they do that will help. The first one is this. They what? They believe like you. Okay? They believe like you. The second thing is they do the same things that you do. And number three that I would dare say that they need to do is they believe like you and they need to do this, the, the thing that you do. So like, you know, you're in construction, get around more people that are in construction. You know what I mean? They do what you do. And then also they keep their word. Guess what? If you're getting around people that are going to help you succeed, they need to keep their word because that is very valuable. 
right? But when we get around people that'll help us succeed, that believe like us, they do what we do, and also that they keep their word, guess what? We'll grow. You know, I had a saying growing up, um, we used to say for part of our confessions, everything I put my hands to is blessed and is successful. Everything I put my hands to is blessed and is successful. So for that to happen, I have to, for it to become blessed and successful, I have to do my part in the natural by what? Growing in the things of God and getting around people that are better than me in these areas so that what I can grow and mature and get better at what I'm called to do so that I can be successful and be blessed at completing the call of God for my life, right? So getting around people that'll help you succeed. You know, when I, before Jess and I were married, um, well, let me back up. Right now, Jess and I were at a church uh, with our spiritual parents at our spiritual parents church. And, you know, something, one quality that they've been very, very good at in doing is, is they've always kept their word with us always. And uh, over the years of knowing them, it's been a tremendous blessing because we've grown in the things of God so much because of the fact of they've kept their word. And when they keep their word and you see that as somebody that's under them, what? It causes you to grow and mature in the things of God and want to do whatever you can to succeed. But also your ear gets open to them because of what? They have a place in your life. They have a place to speak to you because you know what? They're, they're people of the word. Um, anyway, before I met Jessica, you know, started hanging around these people before they were my spiritual parents, um, and they became my spiritual parents. And I really noticed that lately is, is that over the years, they've, they've really done their best to be spiritual parents for us. Um, I was in Bible school and I was new to uh, the gifts of the Spirit and and moving with the Holy Ghost and hearing His voice. I mean, I knew about the Holy Ghost. I knew the Word very well. But nobody ever taught me growing up how to um, flow with the Spirit, how to listen to His voice, how to, you know, even go pray for a person, you know. So I, I, I knew all that and listened to all that. And that was amazing. Um, so I would be sitting in their services and all of a sudden the pastor would get up and look at me. And she would be like, um, Zach, what do you got? What's the spirit of God speaking to you? And when that would happen, even though I was new to it and, and not everything was really polished, uh, and super proper, um, I had an opportunity to learn. And so I took that opportunity and guess what? It grew me. It helped me. Right. And I got to start flowing of the spirit and people started getting healed and set free. And it started propelling me into what? Operating in the gifts of the spirit, praying for the sick, seeing people saved, delivered, set free, all of that. Right. And no matter what you're called to get around these people that are going to help you succeed, rather it's being an engineer, rather, you know, it's construction or electrical or being a social media influencer. You need to get around people or a business owner, a multi-business owner, get around people that are going to help you succeed in these areas, right? Get around those people because it's very, very important for that. Number three is make a plan slash write the vision. Make a plan and write the vision. 
right? Habakkuk 2.2 says, this is the summary of it. It says, write the vision, make it plain, right? So that those may read it, may run with it, right? So put a vision together, put a plan together. You know, we're in November of 2023, the end, almost to December, and the year has blown by very quickly, uh, to me at least, in my you know, opinion. Um, but I'm going to suggest towards the end of this year, start writing things down of what you're called to by God on the top of a piece of paper or whiteboard or, or put a note together digitally and, and write what you're called to and what your goal is to get to. Okay. And then what you do is you go in and you do, okay, what are the things that I'm going to do in the year to help propel me to get closer to that goal? Right. Or what What am I going to do uh, goal wise to build upon that? And then when you get to that goal, have another goal, have another goal until you get to the point where you want to be. And then from there, mature those things and grow those things and get even deeper into those things of what you're called to be. So make a plan, write a vision. You know, uh, I heard a man of God say on a podcast, actually, where he was like, listen, if you're called to be in full-time ministry, great, praise God. Because he does like a mentoring slash coaching uh, thing on the side. He said this, he said, listen, you make a plan, you write the vision, great. You know, your end goal is what? Okay, and, and even in your end goal, you're still going to grow that. It's never going to stop. You're always going to be growing. You're always going to be learning, maturing, all of that. But let's say you have an end goal of, you know, the main thing is, is being full-time ministry. Or I'm just going to use full-time ministry because that's kind of our goal right now is to get to the point where we're fully funded to where and partners and everything to where that's all we're doing is full-time ministry. So that's our goal. Okay, so let's say I put 2024 dash uh, or slash full-time ministry. Okay, so then he said this. He goes, okay, great. So then write down the steps that are going to get you there. So you write down some steps. Well, I could do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. Have more meetings. Uh, do more mission trips. Get with more people that um, know what they're doing. Those types of things. So I write all those down. Okay. And then he asked this question. He said, okay, so what are you going to do in the next seven days to get you there? The next seven days. Okay. What am I going to do in the next seven days to help me get you there? Okay. I can produce more content, produce more podcasts in the next seven days. With what my schedule looks like, that's what I can do for the next seven days. Okay, do that for the next seven days. Why? Because you're growing towards that goal, right? You're going towards those things. And that is a perfect example of that, is what? Write it down, make it plain. And don't just be like, well, I'm just doing one day at a time. Well, if you're only going by one day at a time, that's fine in some areas, but the issue with that is, is that there's no vision whatsoever. There's no encouragement to grab a hold of what God has for you. Just, I'm just living life. Now quit doing that. Be productive with your life. Be a blessing to others. Everything you put your hands to is blessed and successful. But how do you get there? You got to write the vision. You got to have goals. You got to have dreams and things to what? Take you to those levels. And it's very important that you do that as a believer because he's called you to be blessed and he's called you to be successful. So write it down. And then every seven days at the beginning of the week, what am I going to do for the next seven days? And and do a do like a week block. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
and then you put it on repeat. But okay, day one, I'm going to do this. You know, like I made the statement of, okay, if I'm going towards full-time ministry, um, day one, you know, I could make more graphics for my social media for ministry, right? I can make graphics and social media posts and all that. Or And day two, I could um, uh, post some more on Instagram and Facebook and all the social media platforms. And day three, I could, you know, sit down and record one or two episodes for the week. Why? I'm making the vision. I'm writing it down. I'm making it plain, right? And then day four, I could, you know, write out all the stuff that I'm going to teach on and preach on. That's what I did the other day. I sat in my bedroom as the TV was playing in the background and I just listened to the Holy Spirit give me points on what to preach on. And I got two lessons out of it. Why? Because that's what he's called me to do. So the first one was have faith in God's word. Read it and read it daily. Number two was get around people that will help you succeed. And then we did three mini points under that. People that believe like you, people that do the same field, the same thing that you do. And three, they keep their word. Very important that they keep their word. And then number three, make a plan. Write the vision. We just went over that. Okay. Point number four, things that will help you in your calling. Very, very important. Developing yourself. Self-development. Self-improvement. Okay. Well, what is one of the things that helps us with self-improvement? I wrote some things down. Um, Getting and going to classes on that subject, right? Or on that field, right? Going on YouTube, you know, YouTube's free, Rumble's free, uh, podcasts are free of what? Getting all those things, extra information on what? Your field. And if you don't know something, you can look it up and what? Learn about it. So going to those classes, okay? Another one I put is going to conferences. It's kind of the same thing, but you know what? Putting some money aside every year to go to the conference to what? Get developed in things. Get developed in thinking. Get developed in new innovations and ideas for whatever your field may be. You know, I got a friend. He's he's a business owner, and he wants to own a bunch of businesses. He's got all these things and stuff, but what? He's constantly on YouTube, uh, constantly listening to podcasts and different things to what? Grow and develop himself. And what? He's going to be very successful in what he does. He's got a few things he's got to fix, but we all do uh, in those areas. But what? He's going to be very successful because what? Day in and day out in his spare time, what is he doing? Self-development. And that's huge. I put, get all the information, which I kind of covered this, but also do a lot of reading, videos, um, more reading, getting books on the subject of what you need to grow in, and even self-development. You know, as long as they're not like, (laughs) there's good self-development books out there, but let me say this, it's when it comes time to self-development books, I mean, you have the word of God. But on like the natural side of things, those are good. But just make sure that they're not trying to incorporate like other religions and meditations and the wrong kind of manifestation. You know, oh, I just thought and it came. No, that's, that's, that's a twisted version of faith. Anyway, so get into those. Get in self-development things. Listen to podcasts. Do all that. And guess what? It'll help you. Point number five. 
is this. And I, I fully believe in this. There's a caveat to this, but uh, I will share that here in a second. Take every opportunity you can is point number five. That will help you develop your call. It's taking every opportunity that you can. I put here so many people have opportunities come their way and they pass up on them when they should have taken them. A lot of times, opportunities helps us in the development of our calling, right? Opportunities help us in the development of our calling. Mm, that's good. Which there's a lot of times growing and seeing things and having different opportunities that I've even had in my way that I've passed up on. And then I was like, later on, I was like, you know what? That was from the Lord to what help develop my calling and I didn't take it and I should have now there are times where I have taken the opportunities and guess what my life has what changed and it's been a lot better for me and my family because what I took those opportunities to grow I took those opportunities and things to what be successful in and I'm so thankful because I said a lot of times opportunity helps us in the development of our calling, right? And the Lord will send opportunity our way to get us developed in different things and opportunities. You know, there was a somebody I knew who had multiple business opportunities. He kept turning them down, turning them down, turning them down. And I was like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, and I don't mean this demeaning, but he was like, I don't feel led to. And I was like, well, time out. There's a lot of times that born again believers will use the excuse of I don't feel led to when they just don't want to do it, but they'll pawn it off on the Holy Spirit so that nobody will ask them. Okay. Or I just didn't have peace. Well, was it truly the peace of God or you just didn't know how to execute and get the thing completed in that area? So you got in fear and chickened out. That's something you need to ask yourself. Is it truly the, the Lord saying, hey, don't do this? Is it truly God being like, hey, I don't want you to do this? Or is it fear? Get really good at deciphering between the two. Because if you don't, you'll be passing up on God opportunities time and time and time again. Right? Because what? You don't know how to hear his voice. You don't know how to do what he wants you to do. And then you wonder why God's not ever blessing you. Because when the opportunity comes for the blessing, you're just like, no, I'm good. Which I'm going to do a podcast here in the next couple of days on the blessing. So there's all that is that take the opportunities, right? Take them. Unless for sure, you're absolutely sure with a shadow of doubt that the Holy Spirit's like, hey, I don't want you to do that. So, take the opportunities. Point number six, allow the Holy Spirit to do his job. This, you know, I talk on the Holy Spirit a lot on this channel. The, the subject of the Holy Spirit is probably one of my favorite things, and I truly enjoy it. I'm so thankful that when Jesus said in John chapter 14, I'm going to go away, but 
Oh, he didn't go away. He just went to be at the right hand of the Father. But he said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to send somebody else to you. And that's the Holy Spirit. And his job will be to help you, to teach you, to bring all things to your remembrance. So what? We got to allow the Holy Spirit to do his job, right? Holy Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit that you sent to me to have a job to do that would be able to do his job on the inside of me that would be able to develop me and help me and strengthen me and show me who I am in you. What does that do? Changes your life because you what allowed him to do the job for you. And it gets you to what? Complete the call quicker to what? go to new levels, be more successful, that everything you put your hand to is blessed because why? We did the job. We did the job. We let him do his job. Right? And when we partner with him and let him do his job, our life is very successful. Our life is very successful. Point number seven. I can talk too, too long on this because it's very simple and very easy. But it's this. Don't give up. Right? Don't be weary in well-doing. And don't give up. Um, Listen, there was a time and season, actually probably just recently, I'm not going to get too deep with it about why, but like, honestly, I did not want to do this anymore. I did not have a, um, I had the fire, but I really just started getting burnt out, I would say, on ministry and just didn't want to do it anymore because it wasn't looking the way that I wanted it to look and that I was tired of doing the same old, same old, same old. Well, guess what? What is that? That's me giving up, and I shouldn't do that. Thank God for a couple men of God that called me and said, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying about you. What's going on? And and one of them was somebody that doesn't call me frequently. And so when they called, I, I picked up an answer. And um, they really encouraged me and brought me up to the things of God. Um, some verses for you. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So did that say I can give up through Christ who gives me strength and causes me to give up? No. Um, Philippians, I'll read this one to you here. Philippians 3. Fourteen says this, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What? Pressing towards the mark does not mean you're giving up, but what? You're pursuing it. You're going after it. If you've given up, then guess what? You can't press towards something that you're quitting to do. So, don't give up. That was point number seven. Ooh, let me add this, though, to point seven. It says you don't have any excuse for giving up. What? Are you going to be able to tell God in heaven? Let's say you did give up. Are you going to be able to tell God in heaven the day that you die? Hey, Lord, I know you called me to a great, wonderful thing, and it was going to be so good and so great, but I gave up, so I need you to be okay with that. No, you're not. You're not going to be able to tell the creator of the universe of that because there's not going to be any excuse for it. Right? There are things in my life right now that I'm trying to get together properly because what? There's no excuse for what? Not being a success. 
So be a success. And don't let excuses destroy you or cause you to give up. Number eight is very, very important. We're gonna we started with a very important one. They're all important. They're all very good qualities. But number eight is very, very, very important, I believe, to having a successful calling and being very successful. It's this. Have a lot of prayer and pray a lot in your life. What is prayer? Prayer is fellowship with God. That's an aspect of it. And guess what? When you're in prayer, you're what? You're talking to God. Guess what? You pray more. You pray out of your heart. You always pray according to the word. You always talk to him about the word. And according to the word and the things that are going on with you. And, and, and just have a relationship and fellowship with God. It says this here in my notes. Prayer will help you focus and will help you with direction in completing in the call of God. So when I'm fellowshipping with God... God, you placed a call on my life. And because you placed a call on my life, I thank you that you helped me. And so when you do that, guess what? He helps you. He shows you. Hey, you gave me this call. You've anointed me to do it. And so since you've anointed me to do it, the call of God, then I thank you that you show me and help me on how to do it. And he will. Because he gave you the call in the first place. And you know what? It's in you. It's in you to do it. And prayer will help that come to life because it's in you to do it. So, I pray that this podcast blessed you and caused you to want to do more and see more in the things of God and see your life change. And these things will help you with your calling. So, uh, if you're blessed by this anytime, please do me a favor and hit the donate or scan the donate QR code and it will take you uh, to a link where you can give. Also, you can give by Cash App, which I'm noticing 99% of you all like better. Um, but that's Cash App, LMI Give. I don't know if I have the um, thing up yet for you guys to see here. Yeah. So it's just Cash, cash App, LMI Give. You'll see our little logo on there. And then you can put... Um, the dollar amount or whatever, uh, if you would like to partner with us um, to continue preaching the gospel. And we're so grateful and so thankful for those things. Again, there's a donate button here um, if you would like to do that as well for those of you watching. Um, or if you want to give, you can also go to the descriptions and you can read through it. For some reason, it likes to jumble everything together, but we're working on that. So, You'll be able to go through and see that. So anyway, we love you partners. We thank you so much. Every dollar and every dime counts uh, for the things that we're doing. Gets us more equipment to get the word out and to preach the word of God. And uh, we're so grateful and thankful. And also helps us get to those places to preach the word. So thank you so much partners. Anyway, I'm going to pray and then I'm going to get off here. So Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Father. I thank you that these steps that will help us be successful in our call are going to show us the things of you, that we're going to apply these to our lives, and that we're going to go higher in you. Father, we thank you that the Holy Spirit will help us in these things. Father, I also thank you for all our partners, all our givers, those that have given, those that are sowing, those that are viewing and just showing their time to watch us. Father, I thank you that you I speak a blessing over them.
that everything that they put their hands to will be blessed and will be successful. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, everybody, I love you. I thank you so much for tuning into this. And guess what? I'm going to see you next time. Boom.